Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to... Another Top 5 Things podcast. These are some of the best things that happen on the morning show that we do every morning over on Planet 93.9, Quad Cities Real Alternative Radio. My name is Dave, and the next voice you hear is uh, Darren. Hello there, Darren. Hello, and this is the podcast that we are taking from uh, April 19th. We mentioned that because uh, coming up tomorrow is uh, 420. And we mentioned that because our sponsor, uh, Nature's Treatment, has some special goings on tomorrow uh, for the recreational users. Both locations are going to be open. They're extending their hours from 6 a.m. till 10 o'clock. Their uh, online wait list is not going to be active tomorrow. So you can't go online and reserve a time. It's just all walk-ins. And they're going to have sale items uh, basically everywhere. Some of the sale items will be on the website, but uh, all the sale items are going to be displayed at the store all the sales are going to be final, and they're also going to have, in case you get a little hungry, a food truck available in the parking lot. That's very well thought out. At Nature's Treatment. Terrific. On 420. Well, that's tomorrow 420 or today 420, depending on when you're listening to this. Or it was yesterday and you missed out. We, uh, But it did happen. Yes. Or it's going to happen. Depending on when you're consuming this. It's weird. Yeah, we get it. Uh, here's the number we need to focus on. Not 420, but number... Number one. Two women went into a Dollar General store in Tennessee and tried to pay for their merchandise with a million-dollar bill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll take this. I'll take two of those, three of those. I have so many questions. I'm going to need one of those, four of those. Right. But, like... They don't have a million dollars worth of stuff at a million at a Dollar General store, right? Like, if you were to buy everything at a Dollar General store, would that would it cost a million dollars? If you just walked up to the register and said, "I'll take everything," now their inventory might be a million dollars. These two. This happened last Monday morning at a Dollar General store in Maryville, Tennessee, which is a suburb of Knoxville. The attempt to use the counterfeit bill was was quickly quickly shot down by an employee at the Dollar General who decided to call the cops. Sheriff's deputy was dispatched to the Dollar General for a suspicious incident. I just want a pack of gum, and I'll take the rest of that in uh, change, please. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. That what they you, don't have. What they you don't have was... a million dollars in their cash registers. Right. Was the plan you were going to walk away with 900 grand in change? <laughs> 
and a hundred thousand dollars worth of how can it not work? License plate holders. What was the McCormick Anna? I'm sorry, Amanda. Amanda McCormick lives about four miles away from the store, accompanied by a relative named Linda Johnson. Sure, I'll go. McCormick told the cop that she got the million-dollar bill in the mail from a church, but was unable to provide any more information. Yeah, no, I got this million-dollar bill in the mail from a church, so I figured I'd go out spending. According to the report here from the Blount County Sheriff's Office, McCormick had a shopping cart full of various items from inside the store, uh, including a bunch of gift cards to other businesses. And then you got to put all this stuff back Mm -hmm. after... She also claimed she was going to use the money to purchase items to make care packages for homeless people. So, who's the bad guy? Hmm? When questioned by the deputy, Johnson disavowed knowledge of the million-dollar bill and said she was only riding with McCormick to run errands. I don't know nothing about a million-dollar bill. Hey, hey, Terry, you want to put all the stuff back from the cart that uh, the person with the million-dollar bill... Every Monday. Every Monday we go through this. These people with their million-dollar bills. Everyone's got a million-dollar bill. Why did you think a a church would just send you a million dollars? Is it a church that you go to? Do you think in your heart of hearts that a million-dollar bill even exists? I don't know why it happened, but it did. And I'm here now (laughs) to get some snacks. Where are you going? And (laughs) I will take my change in cash or a gift certificate. How did you think this was going to end? How do you think a million dollars... Like, I I don't understand. <laughs> they were both given a verbal no trespass warning for the Dollar General. And the counterfeit bill has been placed into evidence. I'm going to go down there and pick up some HPs at the DG, which of course means Hot Pockets at the Dollar General. You've been... Banned from the Dollar General. Banned? Amanda, you know you can't come in here on account of that million-dollar bill. Can I just poke my head in? No. My feet are outside. No. What's going on in here? 50 yards. Are you guys talking about me? Amanda. I'm not all the way in. That's just one shoulder in my head. Imagine having your Dollar General store privileges revoked. Ugh. That's, that's reality. For probably more people than... How many people do you suppose have been banned from the Dollar General? Probably a higher percentage than most stores. You would be surprised how many people we have to ban here. How many? Like, what percentage More than of you- Dollar General... Like, they have a standing list at the front door, people that aren't allowed in, right? 90% of people have been banned from the Dollar General. <laughs> It's it's the fact that they can stay in business is astounding. Somebody asking, "Am I legally banned from a Dollar General if the manager simply tells me you can't come back here?" I was shopping, Dollar General, picking up items as I walked around. Then I stopped in the middle of an aisle to look inside of my yes, purse that, for money. That's what shopping is: is picking up <laughs> items while you walked around. I stopped in the middle of an aisle to look inside my purse for money. To do this, I was shaking the purse around in front of employees and started to pull merchandise out of the bag to clear the way. The merchandise I had in was the same merchandise they carry at the store, which I had bought from them over a month ago. 
To look further, I got on the floor and began to take things out of my purse. What? At this time, one of the employees that was watching me came back with the manager. The manager said she saw me stealing and procured my bought items, as well as the items I planned on purchasing that day, which were not in the purse. I can't find receipts for my previous purchases. So am I legally banned? Thank you in advance. Yes, and morally banned. You're rolling around on the floor at the DG? Yes, the Dollar General can ban you from the store. Just as you can ban the manager of the Dollar General from your house. Neither of you needs a reason. If the manager shows up at your door, you can call the police and report a trespasser. If you show up at Dollar General, the manager can do the same. True, Dollar General is open to the public, but you've been told that you're not welcome, and you now have no right to be there. 90% of my body isn't even in there. It's just my hand. (laughs) No, none of your person is allowed in. It's not like a hokey-pokey protection order Uh where you could just put, put parts of your body in and not out. You've been banned from the Dollar General, Amanda. You know why. Two. Two. Couple has had to move 18 times in three years. Why would you ever take anything out of a box? (laughs) Why would you do that? 18 moves. That's every two months. In three years. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, it's it's 36 months. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, every two months. Yeah. They've had to change homes 18 times because the wife has a crippling fear of cockroaches. And all 18 (laughs) places had cockroaches? This story is... You couldn't get dumb luck and find one that didn't have a cockroach? This is from uh, Bhopal, India. Indian media... Reporting this case of a young couple who's had to move to 18 different houses in the last 13 years due to the wife's extreme cockroach phobia. Move out of your house because of a cockroach. That's happened. Now, now you're making it sound like it happens every two months. It could have happened like six times in a month, for all we know. How do you even find a place to live? This is what's been going on. They're hoping to find a a cockroach-free house. After no less than 18 moves in three years, the wife's extreme fear of cockroaches said to be taking a toll on the marriage. Yeah, I bet. The husband is a software engineer. He became aware of his wife's phobia. There is a name for this. It's Katsarindaphobia. Katsarindaphobia. Found out about this uh, crippling phobia right after their wedding in 2017 when she's... Right after. (laughs) This is really the sort of information you need to give to somebody before you get married. She screamed from the top of her lungs one day and ran out of the kitchen, scaring everyone out of the house. Claimed that she just saw a cockroach and refused to go back in the kitchen ever again, insisting they look for a new home. They first changed houses in 2018, but it wasn't long before the wife's cockroach phobia flared up again. So they had to move. They have reportedly moved 18 times in total, and the husband is said to be fed up with his wife's phobia. Oh, I bet. He took her to several psychiatrists, 
including one at the All India Institute of Medical Science. This woman refuses to take the prescribed treatments. Can they give you a pill to make you less freaked out about uh, cockroaches? Come here. Come here. La cucaracha. Come here. The woman's extreme fear of cockroaches has taken a heavy toll on their relationship, and the marriage is said to be on the brink of collapse. The wife says that her husband just doesn't understand her problem and is trying to have her declared mentally ill. The husband's saying, enough's enough. Now is preparing for divorce. I don't know that... I'll do anything for love, but I can't do this anymore. At what point would you say, this is the last house? Look, we've moved three times. If you see a roach, step on it. Yeah. Yeah, go out there and buy her some uh, Doc Martens or something. (laughs) Or some big work boots. This fear of cockroaches can manifest itself in various ways from people freezing up just at the simple mention of the word cockroach. Does it? Did you say cockroach? Or it says uh, people feeling uncomfortable in the presence of insects. I don't think that's weird to feel uncomfortable in the in the presence of insects. And certainly uh, roaches give you the, the creepy crawlies. I get that. They usually don't get too close to me. No. The good news for people with the extreme fear of cockroaches is, is that it can be overcome. There are therapies. Gradual desensitization or exposure therapy is one of the most common methods of overcoming any zoophobia. You look first at pictures of cockroaches. And then we're going to put a cockroach in your underpants. Then you... T- his, his name was Jingledale. He loved Christmas. I'm making sandwiches! <laughs> uh, you, you start by looking at pictures of cockroaches. Then you touch a dead cockroach to gradually progressing to being in the same room as a cockroach without having a panic attack. Hypnotherapy is said to be another effective way of getting over it. It can help the phobic get to the bottom of their fear and change their thoughts about cockroaches. Hmm. I'm thinking moving 18 times probably made things worse. You know? Yeah. Like, you're not doing her any favors by packing up and moving that many times. Well, you're not really packing up. You're just moving the stuff that you packed originally. Donna, I'm not even going to bother to take my stuff out of the box. Not a chance. Traveling life. Number three. 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 We get Jason from Summit Electric on the blower here. Okay. I'm, I'm reading this article about electricians and some of the weird things that they've been asked to do. Just recently or ever? Well, I'm guessing Ever. This was a a survey that they did with uh, people in a a bunch of different trades. And some of the requests that are made, I mean, like, we we obviously, we we are very uh, excited to tell you about Summit Electric and the great work that they have done for us and can do for you at your home or your business or your industrial facility. Uh, One electrician saying here that they were asked to take off their clothes while they were getting their job done. Another saying they got caught up in a per, on a police raid during a job, which seems weird, right? Bizarre experiences that you've encountered on the job. 
weird situations. But these are all electricians? Mm. This sounds like the sort of thing that could happen to just about anybody that's in well, your Well, I think a work. lot of these are just people from different trades, like, yeah, people that do work in your home. Take your clothes off. Uh-huh. Uh, people, okay, getting paid for trivial jobs such as turning on the kitchen faucet and removing pencil marks from a door. While you're here. Uh-huh. An electrical contractor says here they were asked to watch a client in the shower. And that same electrical contractor was propositioned to take their shirt off and dance for money while the client's husband was out of the country. What? Well, You know, my husband's not home. If I gave you some money, would you take your shirt off and dance for me? Being that I have you for the full hour. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, one painter and decorator saying here that on more than one occasion they were asked to work naked or wear minimal clothing. Others admitted clients just come right out and say, I'll pay you money for sex. 22% of the people who answered this survey had experiences that involved either sex or them getting naked. Now, has your your buddy, was it uh, Tom Bassinius? Yeah, Tom Bassinius. Uh, the guy who got... Uh... He was fired from Happy Joe's for passing a ambulance with its siren on while making a delivery for Happy Joe's, and he got fired because it was the second time he, he did pulled it, that he stunt. He did it twice. Yes. He passed an ambulance. Now, did he ever have any stories about being propositioned? Oh, if anyone would, it would be him. Uh, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. The girl wanted me to take my shirt off. Yo, get on in here. I thought it was funny. I took it off. Easy jobs that they've been called out to do. Uh, and these are... So you get there and you think, then I have to imagine you... I have to imagine that if you get a job yeah. that sounds ridiculously easy, yeah. you have to think, You have to think. wait a minute, right. what am I getting myself into here? If you're a handyman or, or handy gal or, or handy person and you get a, a job, it's just here somebody was called out to a house... To change a light bulb. Yeah. You get something like that. Change a light bulb's got to be code for... And you know it's a, it's a spider's web right. in, in there. Examples include changing a light bulb, hanging a picture, drilling a single hole in the wall, filling a five millimeter hole, tightening a single screw, turning on a stiff kitchen tap, and a one handyman... Called to a house to turn up the heat. Now, when they say turn up the heat, uh-huh. that's uh, that's a different kind of caliente, isn't well, it? Well, that's that's code that anyone can uh, right crack. How mad were you when when the handyman came to your house to turn up the heat and he, and he pushed the thermostat a couple times and left? Painter and decorator here saying they were working when the cops showed up and began removing furniture from a client's home. An electrician found himself having to put his tools down when the cops carried out a raid on the property he was working on. Uh, He says, I never got paid for that work either. Also, nearly a third of these tradespeople who responded to this survey reported seeing or hearing unexplainable things like paranormal activity is also something you have to deal with. Or moaning and groaning. One guy claims he saw a plate fly across the room while he was working alone in a house. And they got blamed for the damage to the plate by the client. 
No, I didn't do it. A ghost did it. No, you willed it to happen. I know you did. Painter and decorator says the television kept turning itself on and off. And then all of the uh, yeah, faucets that could, that and then all the faucets would turn on one after another while he was alone. But as far in the as house. the TV turning on and off, that could just be someone in the other room with a controller. Mm. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> and as far as a plate flying through the air, that's just someone whipping a plate at you. Plumber here says his colleague parked up on the road to meet him at a job only for the vehicle to go missing and then reappear in the exact same spot, but facing in the opposite direction That's shortly afterwards. That's just someone getting in your car. Yeah, look, that happens to everybody at least once. Nine, the Quad Cities Real Alternative Radio 808. Were you on uh, Google Earth checking out that beach? <laughs> Underneath the bridge in Rock Island seems like a place to go to, like, I don't know, overdose or something. Or, I don't know. Or Grant Wishes. <laughs> Seems like seems like a place to just tie one off and and I I'm, I didn't know there was a beach there. Whip up some hobo chili. <laughs> I don't know about that. A mixture of clouds and sun today. A high of fifty eight. Rain early on Saturday. Then mostly cloudy and fifty five. There's a story here of a pizza delivery guy who ended up getting a stalker. Worked at a Domino's and ended up having somebody who wouldn't leave them alone. Yeah. Quote, he would come in and ask if I was there. If I wasn't working that day, he would just show up the next. If I was on a delivery, he'd wait around the store for me. He would tell me that he loved me and ask me out on dates. He was, he was very bad on heroin oh. and made it obvious. The last time I delivered to his house, he ordered $40 worth of food and drinks and kept trying to hand me $100, even though I told him numerous times I didn't have the change. That's okay. He apparently stole his grandma's cell phone and wouldn't give it back, and him and his cousin were screaming at each other the whole time. I'm waiting to get the smaller bills. He kept telling me he had. He had nothing smaller than 100 and he kept arguing with me because he changed his mind and just wanted pizza and a drink, and I told him, well, I can't do that. I don't want all of this. <laughs> How about this? GPS on a, on a delivery, a pizza delivery. GPS led me to the city hospital. After getting directions from a lot of employees, I finally found the room. And I'll admit it now, I really should have paid more attention to the signs, but I was in a rush and didn't bother. Uh-huh. Luckily, there was a nurse already in this lady's room. I was just going to walk in and drop off food yeah. when the nurse starts shaking her hands and rushes to me. No, 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 she says. You can't come in there. It's isolation. You're in isolation Delivering and you're ordering a pizza? To the isolation room of a pizza. I said, oh, I'm sorry. She ordered a, a, delivery, a delivery. The nurse went back in the room and asked the lady if she ordered a delivery. And I heard the lady say yes. And I overheard the nurse say, well, you need to tell me that. The nurse comes back to me, grabs the food, and told me if I had walked in the room... I wouldn't be allowed to go back out. <laughs> Why'd you only make one delivery yesterday? I was in isolation. I can't get out. Here's a pizza delivery to a swingers party. This one time I delivered pizza to a swingers party. It wasn't like on the set of a porno or anything. He straight up told me when I was like having a party because he ordered 12 pizzas he answered that this was his first swingers party 
And he wanted to make sure everybody that's too much pizza. Everybody was having a good that's, time. That's too much. You shouldn't be eating no, pizza at no, anything at a you, swingers party, no, right? No, you don't. No, you get a belly full of pizza, you and then you're gonna go. No, you don't want a belly full of pizza when you're trying to pull that off. <laughs> All right, who wants a taste of this? Ugh. Not me. I'm stuffed. <laughs> get off me! I just had half a pizza. Yeah, that's, you don't do that. Right? Maybe you have a bag of chips. Finally, uh, there's this one. Some Strawberries, dude... whipped cream. <laughs> right, something but, light. But but not, tw- right. not 12 pizzas. A couple of, couple of bottles of wine, I understand, uh-huh. but meat lover's pizza? We're, we're trying to have I an orgy I got 12 here. Supremes. You know what, though? I think if I ever, through some sort of circumstance, found myself at a swingers party, uh-huh. I would just hang out at the table with all the pizza and just eat pizza the whole time. I'm much, I'd be much more comfortable with that. And put on an extra coat. <laughs> no, you guys go ahead. I'm, I'm having my own kind of fun right now. This is the last one. Some dude ordered pizza for him and a handful of his friends. It seemed like a normal Friday night party or something. By the time I arrived, police and ambulance were on the scene, and I was told to leave at the gate, and they refused to tell me anything about what was going on. The guy who had just ordered the pizza was killed by one of his junkie friends. Oh, boy. You order a pizza, and you're murdered before the pizza even shows up. Yeah, I don't think... uh... I wonder if that's your last thought. Like, as you're laying there dying? Yeah, you're thinking, I'm not going to get that pizza. I'm not even going to get the pizza. And I really had a hankering for pizza. Four. 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 I don't have any tattoos. You don't have any tattoos. And the reason we've decided not to tattoo our flesh is simply we're, we're too fickle uh-huh. to ever decide on something that we would want forever. And that's the very nature of a, of a tattoo, right? It's on there uh, for the rest of your life. I get tired of T-shirts after a couple of you know months, and they're off to goodwill. People get tattoos though for very important, powerful meanings. You know, there's 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 people that get tattoos to remember loved ones. Yeah, remembrance, right? Sure. right? Yeah. Um, or you just kind of want to kind of lock something in that you're like, this is so important uh, that I want to make sure I never forget it, and you'll you'll get that tattoo. There's a story of a a mother whose young son, she was so impressed with his artwork, she took it to the local tattoo shop and said, can you do this? This is the artwork that my son did, my uh-huh. son's drawing. Uh, can, you, can you put this on? And uh, they were like, yeah, yeah I guess that cool. makes sense, sure. Uh, kid did a, a doodle. It's like a, like a home, but the house looks like a skull bordered by a hut and a palm tree. It looks really cool. Uh-huh. Um, so And how old is the kid? Does it say? I mean, is it a little kid's drawing or is it a an older kid? I don't know the exact age of the kid. What I do know is she went and got this tattoo because she thought, you know, her son's drawing was so incredible. And she gets the the doodle of the of the of the drawing and gets it put on her arm, on her bicep, right? Takes up almost all of her bicep. Um, and, and then she shows it 
to her son. Like th- that drawing you did was so incredible. I, I wanted to remember that. it forever. <laughs> I didn't draw that. And he says, I didn't draw that. <laughs> That's my friend's drawing. <laughs> Don't assume I draw anything. I'll let you know when I draw something. Yeah. She's like, look, what, what? I, look what I did. And uh, and the, the kid what? goes, yeah, no, I didn't do that. That's uh, that's something my friend Kevin did. This is Kevin's artwork? Kevin did this. Yeah. I don't even like Kevin. He's like, I helped with some of that, but apparently it was a drawing that her son and his friend Kevin had, did, had done together, but she got the part that Kevin did because she thought that was the best part of the drawing. It was. Yeah. So she got a tattoo of artwork that was not her son's artwork. She's got some other kid's artwork on her bicep. They asked her, okay, well, do you go to Kevin's parents and explain what's up? Like, do you have to explain? Because that would be weird if somehow you saw someone had a tattoo of a drawing your kid did, right? Yeah. That would be messed up. Do you go and explain to the parents, hey, this is what happened? How do you not have this conversation before you go off and get the tattoo? I guess maybe it was a surprise for her son. Right. I mean, it's kind of sweet, really. If it all worked out, it's sweet. Yeah, I didn't didn't do that. That's not me. Um, So Kevin she says is first generational bilingual. So she can't, she doesn't know how to speak with Kevin's mom and dad. (laughs) This is, this is, this is my tribute to Kevin. (laughs) And then other people sharing stories here. There was one where different, different family, the parents were so in love with the artwork that their son had done, a painting in art class, that they got it framed and hung it in the kitchen. And 10 years later, the kid came clean and said, that's not my artwork. The teacher handed them back wrong. So for 10 years, they were hanging some other kid's artwork in their house. I like the idea of being a child, and for 10 years you keep your mouth shut. (laughs) And then finally one day, you either work up the courage or in a moment of anger. Uh I don't know if it's like, and another thing, that's not even my drawing. That was something, the teachers gave us back the wrong artwork. I didn't do that. Well, I guess as a parent, this is the sort of thing you got to double check on. Yeah. So... If you're going to get artwork that your kids have done, double check. Yeah. You know, as, double, as, triple check. as cool as that surprise factor would be. I understand the idea. I mean, if you were to get a tattoo, I I get the idea of doing some artwork. Yeah. Or du- duplicating the artwork that your kid did yes. as a little person. Because yeah. Because you want to remember them that way. Yeah. I think that, I mean, that's... You want to cherish those years where they're, you know, little kids. That's very cool. I but think that's just, a cool idea. But just double idea. and triple check. But see, the thing is, she had every best intention of having what was going to be a very meaningful tattoo. Yes. And it ends up being meaningless. Yeah. That's just some drawing 
my son's friend Although, Kevin. Did. Having said all that, I can see I can see your son Owen yeah. a- allowing you to hang up a piece of art for ten well, we years. Have, we have stuff that's been up on the wall for ten years. I know you might want to double check with uh, him to make sure it's his because I can see him. I can see him letting you. <laughs> all right, feels good to get this off my chest, Pop. That's not mine. Some other kid did that. Yeah. Five. 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 Number five. I don't know if you saw this. They, they've invented a shade of, of paint that they think is going to cut down on your air conditioning costs. This paint is so white that it, it reflects both light and heat. Scientists in Indiana, Purdue, they've come up with a paint that is so white. How white is it? It's so white it could theoretically help save the planet. Ultra-white paint reflects more than 98% of the sunlight that hits it. Most standard white paints reflect anywhere from 80 to 90%. This is 98%. Reflects both light and heat, and they say that if they were to use this paint on rooftops, it would reduce the need for air conditioning and prevent what they call urban heat islands. But white roofs now, huh? Well, yeah. Not for long. They won't stay white. Why wouldn't they? Uh, you got leaves. You got this. You got that. You got frisbees. You got. Yes, we don't talk enough about frisbee pollution, Taryn. <laughs> there's all kinds. Finally, of, someone said kind, it. There's all kinds of. I'm glad you're using this platform to advance something that I know people whisper about. <laughs> Finally, it can be said out loud. Frisbee pollution. Our planet silent killer. Those unsightly frisbees that are on your roof Uh. are going to be just so much more obvious now that we have these ultra-white roofs. They say if you were to paint your roof with this, like if you had a a roof that measured 1,000 square feet and you were to apply this paint to the roof, right? Uh They estimate you'd get a cooling power of 10 kilowatts. That would be more powerful than a central air conditioner. So, you would never have to use air conditioning. Just your your house would just never reflect any of the heat. What would uh, what would you do if you already had solar panels? Can you paint those? Oh, I don't think you're supposed to paint them. I I don't think I think you could have solar panels, which would provide electricity for your house, but that electricity wouldn't be going to a central air conditioner. I'm off the grid, man. Uh huh. Can of white paint, couple solar panels. This and cozy, that's all I need. That's all I need. I'm cutting the cable. So I discovered this over the weekend. The Peacock app, which is the NBC streaming thing. Uh-huh. Now, I'm not going to pay for it, There's no, but there's no reason to pay for it because they have a, all these channels on it that you can get for free on Peacock. The app costs you nothing, right? They had a, a, a Munsters channel. I was just watching the Munsters all day yesterday and loving it. Well, I mean, I was watching Munsters in between uh, a White Sox, Red Sox doubleheader. It was about the best Sunday I've ever I had. I got nothing accomplished. Not a I, damn I, thing. And I'll tell you what, my family sure asked, but I said no. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a Munsters marathon with my Peacock app. You know what? It was one of those days where all three of us decided we're not doing a damn thing today. And it was great. A lazy Sunday. I guess we did How go. hard was that to convince the boy? He's always down. He's always down for lazy Sunday. 
Yeah, I'll put my hand up in the air for that one. Researchers say they considered about 100 different materials for this paint, and then they settled on barium sulfate, which is used in photo paper and cosmetics. They use different sized particles of this compound to achieve maximum reflectance. A rough calculation suggests that this paint could lower the temperature of the Earth. If you were to paint 1% of the Earth's surface with this paint, like an area where nobody lives, it's covered in rocks, that could fight the climate change. Just, you know, like, uh, is it Sherman Williams, Paint the World? Isn't that their logo? Like, you could literally do that and save the planet. The paint costs just as much as ordinary paint to produce, and it'll be on the store shelves in the next two years. What if we paint every football field? Just white like that? Yeah. And then would you have, what, green stripes? Okay. I don't hate that idea. We got plenty of football fields. Ultra white paint. Now, you put this next to the new super black paint that they developed that absorbs almost all of the light, and now what have you got? I think that's a good way to start a, a science fiction movie. Super black paint next to super white paint? Would they cancel each other out and create some sort of rift in the universe? Side by side on my piano keyboard. I was talking to oh, a bu- Lord. I was talking to a buddy of mine this weekend who retired recently. Recently retired. Well, that's... And, uh, and I hadn't seen him in a while. I was like, so how's that going for you every time? He's like, I'm working 40 hours a day. Got a job at the Home Depot. Working in the paint department. Loving it. Loving it because he can quit anytime. Well, he that's wants. it, right? Like he doesn't have to take any work home with him. You just, you know, you just, you had a long, very, uh, very incredibly rewarding career. You finish that and it's like, yeah, now I'm working in the paint department, killing it. 40 hours a week, just killing it. Well, you'll have to ask him about this paint. It sounds ex- like I like the idea of doing something. And I know that's it's 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 counterintuitive because after having this taken away and being forced to go and do something else, forced to do like a real job, I found that it wasn't for me. But at some point, <laughs> at some point, you would like to give it another shot. At some point, I'm going to have to do something other than this. Uh huh. Right. And I don't know. Maybe retail's where I go back to. Maybe I end if they bring back the where's, venture stores. Where, where? I still got my employee number. A new adventure. Mm. I like where that's going. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. That was Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things. Thanks for downloading it, subscribing, leaving a review, and listening to it. The podcast brought to you by Nature's Treatment, where tomorrow, on April 20th, they are going to extend their hours from 6 till 10, and there's no uh, wait list. You uh, all walk-ins tomorrow. Plenty of sales. They're going to have a food truck there Um at, at Nature's Treatment as well. And they also have some deals for uh, medicinal um, items as well. All the information is at the website. If you go there, that's ntillinois.com. Until next time, hang loose, kooks. You stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davin Ford, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on. And it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. Good day to you. We're done.